darkness and horror stories from Carl, then some encouragement I know you'll need. Finally, two fantastic comics you will want to check out. So let's get started and nerd it up. First, I just want to thank you again for listening. I appreciate the time you give me, and I hope you'll find it valuable. Again, we'll continue to be diving into local creators by looking at two books by Carl D. Smith, The Darkness Out of Carthage and L is for Loon. But first, I want to comment on the advantages self-publishing has brought to creators. They now have the advantage of putting out the content with zero changes by an editor or a publisher. The barrier of entry for creators is so low because of the age of self-publishing. As a writer, you can put together your book and publish it much faster and easier than a writer could have only 15 years ago. I remember talking to someone how, about how easy it is now versus 20 years ago, and he said now anyone can publish a book, as if that was a bad thing. I get what he's saying to some extent. He's saying almost anyone can publish a book, which makes that achievement of publishing less significant. I don't necessarily agree with that. After all, it still takes a lot of work to put a complete book together and still more effort to have the guts to put it out there for the world to see and criticize. My hat's off to anyone who has decided to publish their work, whether it's a book, comic, their artwork like paintings or music. No matter what anyone says, you are still among the elite. Now back to Carl's book. If you're looking for an historical fiction, then The Darkness Out of College is a gem of a story. Carl does a fantastic job of mixing Roman history during the Punic Wars with H.P. Lovecraft-style horror. He comes up with a story that will keep you turning the pages. You can tell Carl has done his homework in describing the soldiers' uniforms, their weapons, the terrain, the names and locations that the characters are in. Carl keeps the reader guessing whether the narrator, the Roman soldier, is delusional or if it's all real. A contrast to this story maybe Carl would consider doing would be the same story, but from the perspective of the Carthage soldiers. The book is well-paced, jumping from present to the near past, enough to keep the reader from getting too set in one single timeline. This was a good move on Carl's part. It also gives the reader the opportunity to find out more about the main character's origin story. It's a fast read, even for me, who reads at a snail's pace, because the book is only about 113 pages long. Carl is so meticulously detailed when he describes the surroundings. Here's what I mean. From the book, Gloom clung to the streets between the gutted building. The entire city was drowned in obsidian fog. To breathe was to choke on hot ash. When you read those few lines... You get the picture of those broken buildings around you crumbling because they're so old or beat up and almost start coughing from the ash as you read the words. The whole story has the H.P. Lovecraft vibe, but also a bit of Conan flavor with some of the combat scenes that the main characters get involved in. Some of the sorcery versus sword add to the Conan feel as well. If you like this type of genre, then you won't be disappointed. I hope he does some sort of sequel slash prequel that takes place in the same time. If you haven't read it, I suggest you do. You won't be disappointed. Plus, it'll help Carl out financially and boost his morale too. And I'll be sure to include a link in the show notes of where you can pick it up. 
His other book I read is L for Loon. It has one main story, but mixed in is a collection of short horror stories as well. I like how he uses local locations for one of his stories. He even mentions Eisner Award-winning Legends Comics and Coffee as a scene for one of the horror stories. In that particular story, it wasn't the typical gory way people die like most horror stories. It was the uncanny feeling the antagonist made his victims feel when he would torture them in a way that would hurt each victim. It was like the movie Seven, where the way he killed his victims mirrored their personality. It's hard not to spoil it without having gone too far, so I'll just say when you read what he does to each victim, you will feel uncomfortable, but not grossed out. The description of each event is done in such a vivid way, you almost felt like the victim yourself. It's a short read again, just like his previous book, at 118 pages, but the stories are vivid and entertaining. And I'm not a big horror fan, but this one was a good read. And at the end of each story, you will get a twist you were not expecting. So there you have it. Two great books, one great writer. Again, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can find both of these books. And reach out to Carl and let him know what you think. One thing I want to mention again, and for those of you who listen on a regular basis, you'll be thinking to yourself, oh great, here he goes again. To start that book you have been thinking about starting, or that comic book you've been working on for the last five years, but it's not perfect yet, or that song you've redone for the hundredth time, you're never going to get to issue 100 of that comic line run until you release issue number one. You're never going to get to your 1,000th download until you get your first download. You're never going to sell that hundredth book until you sell the first book. Now back to Carl. He's a regular guy just like you. He has a job that sometimes he hates. He has a wife that he sometimes gets into arguments with. He has a school loan payment he's making that seems like it'll never end. He has has kids that sometimes get sick. Maybe all of those don't apply to you, but the point is he's a normal person, albeit a talented guy, who decided to just start. I guarantee you, if you asked him about the stuff he wrote 15 years ago, he would say most of it was awful. However, he kept at it, got feedback from other people, and then he published it. On that note, I went back and listened to my intro episode. Ugh, it was horrible. The sound was hideous. There was so much echo, and I had intake of breath, and it was just awful. Now my sound is a little better. I know more than I did then about podcasting. Progression is slow, but I started the process. And who knows, maybe in five years I'll have a mediocre podcast. There's a young artist I saw at one of the First Fridays at Behind the Glass. And for those of you who don't know what a First Friday is, it's an event at the Behind the Glass Comic Art Gallery where local artists can bring their projects to sell. There's no cost to the artist. All Nate asks is that they pay 10% of their sales to him as a fee to set up shop there. There are other events like cosplay. There's drawings for comics and other prizes. You can use the hashtag First Friday on Twitter to see what I'm talking about. Anyway, she was asked by one of the other artists who was selling there when she was going to start selling her stuff at one of the First Friday events coming up. She was hesitant and said, I don't think I'm good enough yet. However, a few months later, I saw in a Facebook post she was selling her stuff at Behind the Glass at one of the First Fridays. She stepped out and hasn't missed a First Friday since. 
We all need encouragement because, let's face it, the world kicks us in the teeth sometimes. Remember, some people rain on your parade because they don't have a parade of their own to rain on. I want to be that encouragement for you. You are most likely better than you think you are, but you won't know until you start. You can do it. Go out and start whatever it is you have been putting off. Let me know what it is, and I'll do what I can to help. Email me with a message or record a message and email it to me. Go to covertnerd.net to find out all the ways and how you can get in touch with me. Okay, let's review some comics. The Long Con by Ani Press. This one is a fun book to read, playing off the insanity that are cons. And here's a solicit. Five years ago, a cataclysmic event obliterated everything within 50-mile radius of Los Spinoza Convention Center, including the attendees of Long Con, the world's biggest and longest comic convention. But unknown to the outside world, the con-goers not only survived, they kept the convention going. When proof of their survival surfaces, reporter Victor Lay is sent to investigate. After all, he was covering the con that fateful day and escaped mere minutes before everything went kablooey, abandoning his nerdy pal Dez in the process. So clearly, he's the perfect person for the job, and he won't get trapped inside like some kind of idiot, right? So yeah, this one is just a fun book. I highly recommend you pick it up. Especially if you've been to a con, you'll see lots of tropes and memes and things that you can relate to as a con goer. So it's just a fun book. I'll probably pick up, I read issue one, I might pick up number two just to kind of see where they take it. But it's just, it's just a fun book. No dark and gritty. It's just interesting. So The Long Con by Ani Press. Monstrous by Image Comic and writer Marjorie Liu. Monstrous is an Eisner Award-winning comic. So far, I'm only about two issues in, but its artwork is just gorgeous and and detailed. I hear it's slow to release new issues, but since I started a year or so after the first issue, I shouldn't have to wait long. Monstrous is a vast and rich world with potential storylines that can go all over the place. So far, I dig it, and you will most likely like it too. Here's a solicit. Set in an alternate matriarchal 1900s Asia, in a richly imagined world of art deco-inflected steampunk, Monstrous tells the story of a teenage girl who's struggling to survive the trauma of war and who shares a mysterious psychic link with a monster of tremendous power, a connection that will transform them both. Yeah, I thought this one was really good, just mainly because of the art. I think the art is off the charts. The storyline... Maybe not so, but it's still worth checking out. Again, Monstrous by Image Comics. In the next few episodes, they might be a little different. As I mentioned early on in this podcast, I'm experimenting with podcasting and trying other formats. So you might be hearing other people with me. But remember, when I started this podcast almost a year ago, it was going to be a journey as I figured all this out. Who knows what I will settle on, but I do like just me and the mic. That's how it's always been, and and that might be how it ends up being. I don't know. It's simple. It's more personable. It's just you and me talking. So stay tuned for what might be coming next. A big thank you to all of those of you who listen and comment on social media. Thank you very much. Like Lee Bachma. You can see his work on Facebook at The Art of Lee Bachma. Also, Jeff and Eddie over at the Mega Podcast. Jamie and Bree on that one time I was abducted by aliens, or Tadiwaba as they call it. Also, Nerd Nation Podcast. If you want to be on the show, you can send me an MP3 
and email it to me, cn at covertnerd.net. Or simply send me a message via email or Instagram, and I'll read it on the air. So again, thank you for listening, and until next time, nerd it up.